0: Magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher.
1: And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher.
0: And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Welcome. Happy Samhain week or Beltane week if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Is today it's Samhain week? Yeah, I mean, it's this coming Sunday, so it's uh,
1: six days from the release of this
0: podcast. What's up?
1: I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, I was focused on Scorpio season happening. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. I didn't think about that it's already saw That makes sense, though. Um. Do you remember what cards we picked?
0: Yeah. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. And this is when we talk about the cards we drew last week because we draw cards for every week just to give us a little um, guidance. Mm -hmm. So last week you drew trine from the astrology. What's it called?
1: It's called Heavenly Bodies Astrology.
0: Right. And then I drew... choreograph from Cosmic Dancer Oracle. Mm,
1: that you wrote. That I Personally, wrote. yourself. Yes. I co-wrote it, actually. oh um, So, uh, what does that mean? The choreograph? I don't remember.
0: Well, I was tuning
1: in that it was the
0: Aries, um, that Aries full moon energy oh, yeah. of kind of, like, put breathing some life into a new project and, oh, like, yeah. joyfully planning something. Like, how do you, what do you want to create? Or, um or do it kind of like forward movement after the backward movement of mercury Uh, retrograde that's how it felt to me
1: yeah well that's interesting because this week I finally finished my outline on my energy healing class that I'm going to be offering soon um and so that definitely goes with that yeah,
0: I also finished an outline. I planned oh. a project and finished an outline this week and it felt really natural and fun.
1: Yeah, I was surprised because I've been working on it for a while and it I was just getting like a little bit like... I want to make sure it's, like, as clear as possible. I kind of want to – I have this tendency to, like, want to throw everything in it, you know? Oh, like, yeah. I want everybody to understand – like, learn everything Yeah, they need to know it all. <laughs> yes, they need to know it all. And they need to know it all right away. Um, but I, I know myself when I take classes, I just – I get very overwhelmed when I – than when there's too much material. And even though, like, as a teacher, I feel like, well, I want to make sure they have enough, you know. I Uh actually think it's like this stuff is so – in this case, you know, it's so powerful. Like, I think less is actually more. So anyway, that all kind of came together this week.
0: Cool. Yeah, I agree. I feel like when you teach in person, a lot of what you're teaching is actually nonverbal. It's like the energy of what you're – and so mm. it like the list of like, you need to know all these things. It's more yeah, like yeah. what's coming through in between the words or like mm-hmm. behind the words often. Yeah.
1: This isn't in person, though. It's an audio, but same idea. Oh,
0: still. Yeah. Yeah. The way you're communicating it. Yeah. Yeah. Even writing, I feel like that. Like that, the energy Definitely. behind it, you know?
1: Yes. And I keep thinking about that for my book that I'm going to be writing. Um Woo-hoo! <laughs> uh, if you didn't hear last week I have a book deal for my inner child healing book which I'm excited about and energy healing too is in there but um, I was thinking about that because like my favorite energy healing book is by is living with joy by Orn- um Sanea Roman and she channels Oh um, Dab- uh, no she channels Orin Sinea Roman and she channels Orin and I found those books when I was 16 and it was just like I opened it and the energy of it, mm-hmm. it was like, uh, like I just yeah. felt better just being in the presence of that book. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: there's something really magical about first books that find you for like mm. m- metaphysics or um, yeah. witchcraft, because I it just, I have had, I've talked to a lot of people where it's like, oh, the first book I found, like, the, I think it finds you. And yes. then it has like a certain, there's a deep significance to it, because I have a book like that that i was my first magic book and it's very obscure like people oh, don't know wow. it but i i found it and then i didn't have it for a while i don't know like i think i actually borrowed it from someone i was oh. so broke back th- in those days i probably yeah. never owned it and then i found it at a used bookstore and it? What just is like it? it's called um it's called good magic it's by Marina mm. Medici it's from the 90s and mm. it, it has these really like great picture it's it's illustrated it's so good but like there's something about that book that I just if I just open it I feel something deep still to this day there it's like it's
1: significant it's interesting we're talking about this because I didn't plan on it but like in my newsletter last week I was talking about how I made this altar for my business I mean I've had it for a little bit but I wasn't really feeding it and then I just really got the information that like my business wanted to speak to me, like like I alter, wanted more attention and like, and I've really been tuning into this energy of my bit, like it's a living thing that mm-hmm. wants to communicate with me and it has... It actually is like very joyful because a lot of times when I'm planning things, I feel like I have to get serious, you know, oh, and it feels yeah. kind of heavy. Even like it's like okay, gotta get to work, you right. know. Not not with my readings, but like planning and yeah, like fun's over. Yeah, yeah. Time to just like get to it, and <laughs> I just when I tuned into it, I kept laughing because it was like there's a joy there, and mm-hmm. I realized like I just want to. When I'm planning things like my class, like I think because I just want to everybody to get that, like I said, get the most out of it. Feel the whatever, you know, feel like absolutely satisfied. And I still do. It's not like I'm like, you know what? Now I don't care. <laughs> it's not that. But it's just. Maybe that's why I got the class done this week because I was tuning into the joy of uh-huh. my biz. Like, there's a lot of fun and laughter in it. And it just made things like like bubbly and easy. I, that, I feel
0: like that I had a similar current of wisdom yeah. come through this week, too, where it was like that just letting go of that uh, heaviness there of like time to sit down. Time yeah. to ignore how your body feels. Ignore what you love. Just <laughs> yeah. get to work and do your stuff. You know, like yeah. where I was like, yeah. what? Why do I need to do that? I mean, yeah, l- I like doing this, and also, like, I can, I don't know, just do it in a way that feels right and good to me. Just, yeah, I had yeah. that. That that brought lightness too for me this week. So yeah. maybe that's like the trying card that. you Yeah,
1: do. the angel assistance. Yeah, because um, I was gonna say something else, and it just left my brain. Um, the other thing I want to share is I've been, you know, this is in, in, uh, aligned with Samhain is I've been attending to my ancestor altar, which I have been anyway, the last couple months, but I had an interesting experience. I've been talking to my aunt and my mom. And my aunt was giving she was a finan, financial advice I don't know, she did something with money when she oh, was okay. alive. They're both dead. And um she was talking to me about money and like her approach to money and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, great, that's really interesting. Like she told me something, I was like, Oh and then I saw my mother like turn away, like I like jealous, like she was oh. jealous of her sister. Which and I was like, Oh, That didn't, and all the time I've worked with her in life, we had very difficult, she was not good to me. (laughs) You know, I I was going to say we had a difficult relationship, but I feel like whenever people say that about like abusive parents, I'm like, no, you know what? They weren't good to you. You That's Mm -hmm. like taking too much responsibility. And I'm all about taking responsibility, but, but. She was not a good mother. But now she is. We only have a good relationship. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. She's dead. <laughs> um, but I do. Like, she's actually very joyful now. And, and we learn a lot from each other. And I actually just heard her say to me, that's okay, honey, about what I said. Because I felt oh, a little guilty. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And, yeah, it's a, little, like, it's a little teary. But, um, so... She but she got jealous and in her life she was very jealous of her sister. They had like a, very, they were seven years apart and they had a I mean, very they had a very difficult relationship. And um she I hadn't thought about that though in so long. Like the picture on my altar is of them together, being kind of silly together from when they were really she was thirteen, my aunt was twenty. And I had a lot of feelings at first when she turned away. I was like, Ugh, well, now I have to deal with this. <laughs> like, what mm. is going on? What's happening? And the information that I really got was like, well, first of all, I asked about competition because she was like feeling competitive with her oh, sister. Yeah. And she was saying that in her, in their whole family, the only way to exist, like you couldn't survive if you didn't compete. Oh, yeah. So that was a whole thing, and I was able to hand that back to her and, like, deal her and her guides, and, like, that felt really good because I can feel that coming up in me a lot of times where it's like, oh, like, I have to, and I'm like, why do I have to? I don't Mm, have to, actually. Yeah, that's freeing. Yeah, but then the other piece was uh, codependency. That was a big thing that came up when I realized, like, Basically, long story short, I started noticing all these places in my life where I feel responsible for people when I really don't need to. And I started just noticing it and then realizing, oh, okay, it's coming up. I'm just going to sit in these feelings when I would normally try to fix it or like oh, make yeah. somebody feel better or like try to figure it out. Or right. like, say, I'm sorry because I'm taking up too much space or all those things. Instead of doing that, I'm just allowing myself to be in it and talk to those parts, my inner child parts that are coming up as a result. And um, so that's been a little, it's been like difficult, but good. Yeah. You know, I, since
0: Mercury went direct, I'm getting more um, clarity on just integrating like still integrating and um and that a lot of what I feel like I'm integrating is similar to what you said in the way that it's like there are a lot of feelings and a lot of opinions and and like I've changed my opinions and my family has different opinions or friends or Mm -hmm. we're all like just basically like we're all going through our journey and it's not it's not simple like there's yeah. just a lot of complexities there and yeah. there's um, there's you pain mean? and sadness that we can't uh, that other people have that we can't fix that yeah. might have something to do with us in some way. Like, I mean, I'm just saying like there's so much there that like yeah. being just being with it like there it is instead of like, oh, I have to change it or I should mm-hmm. feel bad about it or it just it's just there and it's confusing and it's mm-hmm. the human experience.
1: Yeah. For me, it's so helpful to do the whole thing of, like, the inner child work in terms of, like, be like, talking to that part. Like, oh, what's going on for you? What do you need? Oh, yeah. you used to, like have to if i if you know if that part didn't take care of my mom i mean i literally was like her therapist at yeah. one point where she would like for 45 minutes in a car every day there was something that happened in our family and she would just and i was 10 yeah and and i reno i remember that feeling of like Okay, I got to solve this. Uh-huh. And then I would make her feel better. Yeah, And then it was like, okay, I did it. Whew. Yeah. I'm okay now. Like, okay. Right.
0: So that
1: part is the part I am like, oh, no, okay. We're here together now. Tell me what you need. A lot of times she just wants to go off and play and have fun. Doesn't want to think about taking care of anybody's Yeah.
0: Feelings.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's good. That's healing.
1: Yeah, and inspired. So, What's yeah. that? I was just going to say, we're all so complex because, like, when we're growing up, we created all these parts. If if we, like, we weren't just, like, our, unless we had worked in, like, lived in the perfect environment, and I don't even know what that would be like. And then if you're in trauma, like, forget it. It's, like, <laughs> even harder. Like, we create these multiple parts of ourselves that think that they're still in the past. Right. And
0: and I also sometimes like to think about how those of us who did have challenging childhoods and adolescence that we have we have uh, like. Positive things come out of that, too.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? That's and where strikes. the growth is. Yeah, because
0: yeah. like, I just mean, like, there is a, a common narrative of, like, oh, if you have a good upbringing, you were supported, mm-hmm. um, you were loved, you had a healthy, functional family relationship, then you're golden. You know, your life's yeah, going to be yeah. great and, and – you won't have problems as an adult. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, that they have their own problems. So everybody, yeah, everybody there's does. blessings in, I mean, it's painful. It's not something I would wish well, on people to have right. a challenging childhood, but there are blessings there too.
1: Yeah, like I just know in my own family that with my kids, like I think we're pretty great parents, honestly, but like I know there's many ways that we can't, we're two good parents who are present and love our kids. Doing and that's, your best. And that's a lot, but we can't meet every single one of their needs or predict every single one of their needs and show up perfectly, you know, and so they're going to, they have their, and, and I also don't think you need to, to be a good parent to yourself or to another person. You don't have to be perfect all the time. Right. And I was just going to say, they come in with stuff like from our past lives, Mm -hmm. you know, And so there's all that too.
0: Yeah. And then everyone has traumas that show up in other ways throughout their lives too. Like like Ted and I talk about how his childhood was actually, he feels like pretty good. And then Mm -hmm. his mom died in a car accident when he was 15. So it's like, it's it's a real different challenge than my challenge, but it's very significant.
1: Yes. Very significant. Well, take that what you will. Yep. Is that the okay. right expression? Take I, with I that. Take with that what you will. I think that sounds less is. good. Less good. Oh, it does? <laughs> Take with that. Take that. I don't hmm. think that's right. Oh, look, that. that last week I had a similar problem. <laughs> I couldn't think of another. <laughs> Take with that. Okay, I'm going to figure it out before we end this podcast. So, so now it's awkward
0: segue time. Awkward oh, yeah. segue. Hmm.
1: Make of that what you will. That's what it is.
0: Oh, yeah, that sounds a little more right. Mm hmm. More them. correct.
1: <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah. So now I want to talk about how I soon, I'm not sure when still, I am going to op- reopen the Good Vibe Tribe online school of magical arts. You can get on the waiting list by going to testwhitehurst.com. And then there's three boxes like rectangular choices at the top oh, and one of them well them is the good, well, is the so good vibe tribe my books and then the divine resonance magic program so oh. click on the good vibe tribe and then you can see videos about what it is and just learn about it and if you'd like to you can get on the waiting list so that when i open the doors which will be for like i don't know five days then you can try it for for free for a month and it's like my online workshops it's um A web chat every Tuesday night where we do a ritual or a meditation, and then a really great Facebook group.
1: It's very great, and you should do it if you're listening. Yeah, I love it. Uh, And yeah, and you can get on the wait list for my energy healing class that I spoke of earlier. So it's this energy healing class is. I'm teaching all of the stuff where uh, that helped me to feel grounded, to know myself, to trust my intuition. We're not doing in this level, we're not doing like listening to guides or talking to guides. It's like the stuff to help you with your everyday life in a very powerful way. Such Um, great tools. I mean, really essential tools to have as a sensitive person. I thank you for saying that. I agree. Like, it's just like, like clearing out your space, clearing out your energy. So day to day, it's not like it solves your problems, but it's like, okay, I know what I'm dealing with. I know I'm me and that's them.
0: And I have some tools to help heal and create boundaries and shift energy, call my energy back to me. Exactly.
1: You don't even know what my curriculum is. And yeah, but I. I of You don't know, but I you think, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go to highestlighthealing.com and uh, it's just right there in the main pages. Um. Also, uh, we oh. would be so grateful
0: if you would write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're so grateful to those of you who already have written reviews.
1: Yeah. And if you have it, them. if you
0: could take a moment, we would just, it really helps us out.
1: Yeah, it helps people find the podcast. And again, we want to be found. Yeah, we are not we in no witness protection.
0: like to hear positive things about ourselves.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. We do like that. <laughs> Who doesn't? You're right. Maybe we should write a note. Oh, we don't know them. I was going to say, we'll tell you a positive thing, but we don't know them personally. Well, we are a psychic. So that's we could maybe feel into it. Yeah. It could be a fun segment
0: yeah you we'll think about review. it we'll
1: tune in we'll to you. review you yeah oh, no that sounds threatening i mean like it, it would be positive <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad review <laughs> we'll review you too okay we're not the only ones Unless getting you write reviewed. us a
0: bad review and then we'll oh, yeah.
1: review you badly also <laughs> it's karma baby that's how it works yeah All right, so um, (laughs) we are going to answer one question here today. Oh, and if you would like to ask us a question, go to magicmondaypodcast.com and click on Ask a Question at the top of the page. Or you can call us, because we love those calls. 828-333-7181. 828-333-7181.
0: Also, we have a newsletter, so I send out a message every Monday whenever the podcast is published so that you know that there's a new episode. Also, I introduce our guest and put pictures of the cards we drew, so you can sign up for that at magicmondaypodcast.com.
1: That's true. You can. I I forgot to do it this month.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah, and then also Natasha sometimes usually writes a monthly
1: wrap up. I'll do it this coming Thursday. I really will. So if you are listening today, you'll get it Thursday. Um. All right. So, shall we answer our question? It wasn't. It was more like a response, but I'll just say the question was: they would like us to talk about being spiritual when your partner is not. So, we've talked about this a little bit before, but it's been quite a while. Yeah, it's a it's a good question because I think a lot of people
0: experience this, including me and yeah, you a little bit.
1: Definitely. I mean, yeah, definitely. Brett, Brett is like, um, well, he has religious trauma so right from but he also
0: up. is like an energy he's tuned into energy and he respects I don't think he
1: would though. say that
0: though. oh because I
1: okay you think he would why go ahead well because I freely. was under the impression
0: that he was going to take the course that you took
1: oh he did actually you're right he, I didn't yeah, even think about that yeah that's true because he, he took wanted an to healing course yeah, that's true. That's true. It was from a different person. But yes, it was the same idea. Yeah, that's true. He just has a lot. Actually, we someone suggested that we bring him on to talk about his um, past in Mormonism because a lot of people would probably relate to that coming from that and then leaving that church behind and what happens next because that's mm-hmm. a huge uh, Trans. I mean, it's just a... How do you put it? It's just a big journey, yeah, mhm, yeah. So you go first since
0: well, yeah. I so I will link to a video I Ted and I together made about oh, this exact topic, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was a long time ago, right? It, it was long ago? it was it yeah. was maybe
0: like, oh, I don't know, six years ago or something that we made the video. but um, it's been a journey, I mean. Ted used to be uncomfortable, like really uncomfortable, oh, about my spiritual did. path. Mm-hmm.
1: I've forgotten all. It's great having not much of a memory because everything <laughs> so is like new. You learn no. so many new things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was un. Uncom- that's interesting because I have clients whose partners, like, are afraid of witchcraft or oh. are worried about it.
0: Yeah, he was like in the video. He talks about that like, he was worried that I was having like emotional problems, and in uh, I mean, but so we've been together now for twenty two years, so well, it's, it's like this is pretty distant past at this yes. point. But it was like I remember him taking me on a walk and having to talk with me about it oh <laughs> because like God. it has really bothered him in the past. But hold on,
1: what happened in this talk? And how I old mean, were you? I, I
0: mean, I was probably like 26 or 25, oh, 25. and I remember just being confused and unsettled because I was like, well, I can't, like, I just was thinking, like, I can't change that. I This yeah. is such a fundamental thing about me, like... I can't just be like, "Oh, you're right." Okay, it makes you uncomfortable. Okay, I'll stop. You know, yeah. I just
1: couldn't. What so, did he say though? Did he say like, "I'm I, worried for your well"? Do you? Not I don't remember? remember.
0: I think it was something like, uh, "I just don't believe in it. I don't think it's good for you. I don't oh. think it's like a positive perspective on life. Like it was oh, just wow. not. Yeah. Huh. But he, like, I, I mean, I guess me sticking to it. It, it, it what I recommend is like if you feel like I feel which you probably do because you're listening to this podcast like which is like this is just me this i was born this way you know? yeah yeah then you stick to it and you like if you're feeling uncomfortable with a partner i mean in some cases not everyone is like me and ted we evolved together he's like yeah. learned and opened his mind in many ways and you may or may not have a partner like that yeah but I think a lot for me, and this wasn't just with Ted, but with other people who didn't approve or understand that a lot of it was an internal shift where it was like, when I started to really just be like, no, you know what? This, I trust this. This is mm. valuable to me. This mm. is helpful. I, mm. it's just, it feels very authentic to me. Then when people, I just responded differently. I felt differently when people would not approve of it because it would be more like, oh, well, you know, you don't. That's you. Yeah. Yeah, you know I have this experience. You don't know like when people would say, "Oh, I don't believe in feng shui." When I was a professional feng shui consultant, oh like God. I got to the point where I was like, "Well, okay. You just don't understand it. it that's okay. Yeah. But you don't you don't know what it is otherwise." Also, how
1: rude. Why would you ever like go up to a doctor or and just be like, "I don't like your job."
0: Yeah, like, and you know what? It happened to me when I had jury duty in front of the whole oh, courtroom. Shit. The the judge <gasps> said something like that to me. I mean, this was like within the last like five years. He said, what like, did he say? What did he say? He said, like, what do you do? You know, they say, what do you do? And then I said, I, I'm a feng shui consultant. Or no, I think I said, I'm a metaphysical author. Okay. And he said something like, I don't, it was something about do you believe in... Or I don't believe in that. Or it was some kind of like pronouncement to the entire courtroom wow. <laughs> that it was like a questionable thing to ha- do for a living. <laughs> Did he put you on the jury? No, they didn't choose me oh, for the okay. jury. No. Yeah.
1: See, there you go. Luckily, yeah. Yeah. You got out of jury duty.
0: For being yeah, a crazy witch.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Um. But anyway. You could have
1: said to him, well... I don't believe in what you do either. There shouldn't be one person deciding things.
0: Well, it's inappropriate too, because like my friend—I mean, I didn't really think of it. I was just like, "Oh, great," you know, this is uncomfortable. But yeah, um, my friend said to me, "Like, do you think you would have done that if you said you were a Christian minister?" And yeah, I was like, oh no, exactly. he probably would not have. But yeah. that was in in Colorado. But when I lived in LA, and I told them what I did for a living, <laughs> the, the judge asked me how the feng shui of his courtroom was. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh my <laughs> I God, so just you know, a little bit the of different perspective, cultural difference. <laughs> how was that?
1: Did you respond?
0: Yeah, I can't remember what I said. Oh. I, I don't. I mean, I th- think it was nice. It was like an old oh,
1: building. that's nice. That reminds me of the courtroom I go to a lot when I do guardian Light and work there's a pic- very large frame picture of this woman who was like a clerk there in like 1999 who died crossing the street like she- it was a hit and run and then they just keep her picture which I guess is nice but it also feels very dark. Where do they keep it? <laughs> just like next to- it's huge too like and it's it's like next to the judge like as close to the I don't know what you call it. It's not like a regular courtroom like you see on TV. but it's She, like, she died near
0: she, the courtroom in a hit and run?
1: On her way to the courtroom, yeah, because she worked there.
0: Well, I wonder if she haunts that. I mean, like, maybe in a positive way, maybe she yeah,
1: stays is around. there. Yeah. yeah, well, her picture sure does. I'll tell you that.
0: Um, anyway. <laughs> Do you, you know what I think? I think... The judge in Colorado said, what do you tell people when they ask, when they say they don't believe in what you do or something oh. like that? It was something like that. And I just was like, oh, God, this is really feels very awkward. <laughs>
1: wow. Wow. Well, yeah. But anyway, so. then that's their business.
0: Yeah. So the point is <laughs> that <laughs> feeling, being true to yourself, if you feel like you're questioning yourself and what's right to you, then Then maybe see if you can gain a little bit more, like speak to yourself more positively about it, um, anchor into it, and then have boundaries with your partner in a way that intuitively feels authentic to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, over time, it's like. Over time, Ted started Mm -hmm. to kind of by osmosis, Mm
1: -hmm. see and
0: sense like, oh, this is helpful to her. And also seeing and hearing stories about the people that I was working with Mm -hmm. or um, the people in the Good Vibe Tribe. I mean, this was before the Good Vibe Tribe. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like people that he heard me talk about who had positive experiences with my uh, work Mm -hmm. that over time. He started yeah. to, like, really just kind of not just support it. I mean, that happened sooner of, like, okay, this is how she is. But mm-hmm. also understand it, even.
1: Mm. Yeah. Did you have an altar up, and did he find that difficult? I don't remember
0: I don't him remember. feeling
1: uncomfortable about an altar. Mm. Um, yeah, because I've had multiple clients who that is their thing. Like, they want to put up an altar and... Their partner doesn't like it. Mm, Yeah, I really see that. Yeah, it's a lot about just like tuning into yourself and what you need and what's important for you. And it's like, it depends on the partner. Like, do they have boundaries with you or don't they? Are they trying to impose their way of thinking on you? Well, that's a different, that's a bigger topic, then, you know, outside of witchcraft or spirituality or like is it bringing stuff up for them then that's their responsibility and you don't
0: have to think identically
1: yeah and it's actually it's actually like what I was talking about before with codependency it's like Unless it's like if they have fear, that's their stuff that they need to deal with. And I'm not saying that makes it easy, but like maybe you can talk about it. Like, well, what's coming up for you when I do this? Because this is my life. This is my calling or whatever. I feel drawn to this and it doesn't inf- in, like it doesn't inflict on this other person unless they're like trying to convert them all the time. That's different.
0: Yeah. And I think it also brings up this question, brings up um, just the reality of relationships that yeah. they there's discomfort to move through. Yeah. It's just, it's like to me it's it's similar to just your personal journey where you run into sometimes some challenging, painful feelings or limiting beliefs and then you work through them and it doesn't mm-hmm. always feel great to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like relationships are similar where
1: yeah. they help you unfold in those ways, but they aren't always comfortable. I mean, I think it's exactly what I was saying about the codependency before. It's like it doesn't feel good if you know your partner doesn't like what you're doing, but it's also their stuff not yours unless you take it on and try to fix it or make them feel better or like it's up to you to to handle that codependency stuff
0: yeah (laughs) I'm not saying
1: it's easy yeah
0: relationships that the not being codependent is being like okay here's how I am here's what feels good to me and I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna be that And I'm going to speak up about that when I need to. And then the relationship may or may not be a match for that. Like that yeah. to me, that's part of having a healthy relationship is mm-hmm. like, and at some point, like I feel like with me and Ted at this point, it's a match like I know I'm sold on that it's a match (laughs) but (laughs) but at some points you know it might be like hey I gotta be true to myself and if the relationship survives that it'll be great and if it doesn't then I have to know that that I have to acknowledge that and be true to
1: myself still I mean but I just can't imagine anything Brett would do that would not like like something he doesn't believe in that doesn't hurt me it's like okay that's just not what I like, but you right. do you, you know? Yeah. It's not like, why are you doing, you know?
0: And that's that's another example of that, of, like, that healthy, non-codependent, yeah. independent, but also together.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, the like I said, it's just, like, if you want to ask them, like, well, I'm curious what's coming up for you, just like you would do with a part of yourself that's at odds with you, like... Do you want to talk about it? Like, if they're willing to talk about it, like, oh, I guess if I look under it, I have fear or I have trauma from my past. If they're interested, then that's great. Then you can learn about it. But if it's just like, no, don't do this or like, ugh, I don't like it, that's something else. Mm -hmm. And anyway, just I've talked about this before, but just real quick with Brett, he just he was pretty much on board very, very quickly just because of a... I was training to do what I do now back then. So this was 18 years ago. Um, And I was at the end of it, I think. And my teacher had just given, not given him a reading, but commented about something that she was picking up. I had asked her about something and it was so spot on. Brett was like, oh, whoa. It was so Mm -hmm. spot on and so specific that he couldn't like deny it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it over wasn't time. like psychic, like not like that. Just like reading the energy, kind of thing, of yeah. what, of the situation. So yeah, like anyway. at this
0: point, Ted is like, he's like, yeah, because I'm a Scorpio, you know. Like he, never, <laughs> like they, over time, he's like learned stuff, and it's like, oh, that yes, yeah. that definitely. I am definitely a Scorpio. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know?
1: laughs> yeah. Oh, it's almost his birthday. Almost. Scorpio oh, it is season. very soon. It's exciting. Or does how does he feel about his birthday?
0: Um, I think he's fine. I, I see. He's not like, Yay, it's my birthday. Oh, he isn't. I mean, yeah, he's not he's not thrilled about getting older. He's self conscious oh, about uh oh, social he... stuff
1: like that. You know? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about it as getting older. I'm just like, a day of celebration. Oh yeah. <laughs> i am thinking maybe it is my libra moon a little bit because our friend melissa is a libra sun and she also loves her birthday so much as much as i love my birthday it seems like
0: melissa also loves other people's birthdays
1: so do i (laughs) i'm
0: the same way
1: I was so, so ex- I was so excited that she likes birthdays because like with you I'm kind of like okay I don't even know if I should get you any I think maybe I won't anymore because you don't like your birthday you don't like the holidays so I think I'm gonna not do that for you just because I don't want to trigger you or anything but she loves her birthday and I was like oh my god this is great I can just like give you things oh, oh i love birthdays I love everybody's birthdays
0: I know. I think that's so cute.
1: Okay. So I don't, I don't have
0: any strong feelings about people's birthdays. I mean, I like yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't Some people. feel like, yay, yeah, it's your birthday. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't. I I'm just yeah. being
1: honest. I think maybe it's because you don't like your birthday. So it's hard it's to hard. drum up excitement for, yeah, you yeah. know, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay, so now, oh, it's time for me for the energy report. Okay. So, um, you know, I could have gone a lot of ways, and I feel in some ways I already did because the codependency theme, I think, and when I say that, I hope it doesn't sound judgy because I have codependent, I'm a recovering codependent, and as I said, I'm seeing how it's like, whoa, I didn't even realize how it's coming up in, in these ways in my life. Um, even speaking of Melissa, we leave each other these voicemails on this on Voxer, and like so much of the time I'm like, Oh god, I'm sorry this is so long. And I realized today, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop apologizing, and I'm gonna sit with those feelings of whatever's coming up about apologizing, you know, like mm. that. I'm taking up this space. I'm just you know, we both do it, and so it's like We're just going to, I'm going to own, like just be with that. And like, I'm here. I'm not responsible for if, I mean, and she never would, but I'll just say for if she was like, oh God, I really don't want to listen to this. Like that's her deal. I don't, that would be her prerogative. So anyway, but what I have noticed is it's kind of. Very simple that people's spaces have been very clogged up with just junk, <laughs> like other people's energy. And I do think this codependency theme is part of it, like taking on what isn't theirs. And they haven't like cleaned it out, energetically speaking. So even as they're looking at it, there's this thing with the kind of energy healing I do where you, um, like take people's energy and explode it you know out of your space and there's um we're taught like don't do that within your aura because if you do that within your aura it's just gonna like end up still in your aura does that make sense like it's still in your field so you're Mm -hmm. supposed to take it out of your aura and explode it so it has the freedom to move back to the other person well it's kind of like when people are going through stuff and you're dealing with it and it's like, okay, I'm clearing it out. I've gone through that lesson, but then it's still hanging around your aura. If you're, It's hanging around your space if you don't intentionally clear it out. Mm-hmm. So my um, advice this week is very simple. It's just like do a chakra clean out. That's it. Just like do and and my recommendation is do it daily. Like clear out the stuff daily. Get it out of your space daily. And it doesn't have to take long. I have one. If you sign up for my mailing list, or if you have, you would have gotten that free. When you sign up, Tess has one. Um, there's the I'm sure there's some on YouTube. Of course, I know mine, so I recommend mine. <laughs> um, and I trust you, so I recommend Tess's. But um, the yeah, so just to do that kind of regularly, will you? I bet you'll notice a big difference just clearing that stuff out, yes. on a regular basis. Especially, will. I will say, as we go into Scorpio season, which can be um watery and also you know bringing up the depths of things, it's so deep, yeah, it's very There's deep.
0: There's no bottom. <laughs>
1: yeah but maybe you could see the bottom at least if you clear out your space of scorpio never oh okay
0: don't you think i feel like that's the that's the way i describe scorpio there's no
1: bottom to the depths Mm, that's interesting i haven't thought of it like that i guess i guess the truth is there's no end to growth at all like Mm -hmm. we're always growing there is no end point I remember one time, like I did this group therapy when I was 23 and somebody was like clearing that. And she's like, oh, great. I've cleared it out or something like that. Like I've solved that. And I was like, don't worry, there'll be another thing soon. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> way to think of it. Yeah, but, uh, they didn't love it. I mean, oh, yeah. I think she was like, oh, no, I was like, I'm <laughs> just mean we're always growing. I didn't yeah. mean. <laughs> but so, yeah, and Scorpio likes to get into it. And and it's
0: also the sign. You guys may or may some of you know this, but it's the sign of the scorpion. But it's also the sign of the phoenix. It's Mm. transmutation. It's transformation.
1: Yeah, which is yeah
0: alchemy. Okay, so now it's time for practical (laughs) magic. And Practical Magic, just, it's so interesting. It's really complementary to the Energy Report. Yeah, so um, for me, it's clearing your space, clearing, organizing. I wrote a blog post um, just recently about how actually Samhain season is significant for clutter clearing. It makes sense. So at spring, it's like spring cleaning to me is like... um, like getting the weeds and the old leaves out of the garden so the new stuff can grow. Well, soin season, it's a different... Uh, side to clutter clearing where it's like it's like the leaves falling from the trees it's like mm-hmm. letting go of the because Samhain is the last day of the wheel of the year cycle that's why November 1st is a like a new year so it's like a time of letting go of stuff to me mm-hmm. energetic stuff letting go cl- clearing your energy getting stuff out of your space clutter clearing to me is that so much it's another way of energy healing
1: it's interesting that we're talking about that today because I literally had a client a couple of days ago who was telling me about how it's very difficult for her to clear clutter like she has a real block with that and I was, and her spa- her energy space was very clogged and yeah. I was like for some people and this person was similar to me and my astrology makeup airy watery. Um, some people clearing your energy space first helps you to clear the clutter. Mm-hmm. Like with you, you're very earthy. So I think that's why for you clearing clutter first, then may help the energy to move. And mm-hmm. it does. I'm not saying it wouldn't, but some people it's easier to go. It's like the chicken before the egg. It's like yeah. some people it's easier to go from within and then without and some people on the external. On
0: I, the yeah, external. I totally agree with that. And I even personally have had the experience of like doing an energy clearing first and then okay. it feels more natural. Like the energy yes. is moving in your house and then you can move the stuff in your house out easier. Like, and what That's I mean by I that I is feel. like shaking a rattle, burning some sage okay, Got or it. palo santo. Mm-hmm. Do you Were you thinking of like a personal energy cleaning?
1: Yeah, I'm talking about personal Yeah, or that too. Like yeah. chakra clearing, just like even imagining a vacuum at the bottom of your grounding cord and vacuuming out the gunk and then exploding it outside mm-hmm. of your aura. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: at Samhain, um, during this time of year, as we're getting the leaves are falling, we're moving into the next cycle that you can think of the letting go and and I think this is part part of why I think clutter clearing is challenging for some people is because mm-hmm. it is like death it's like mm-hmm. farewell to these times yeah. of my life or farewell to this thing that is somehow I don't know why but it it feels like meaning to yeah like even if it's a something you don't love if someone gave it to you and then it reminds you of a certain time and then it's Mm -hmm. like the time is over but for some reason letting go of the thing feels painful because it's admitting that that time of your life is over but at Samhain it is a time when we celebrate death as part of the cycle like it that needs to be a part of the cycle of time so that yeah. there can be rebirth and transformation and healing. So kind of drawing upon those energies in order to let go of really anything in your house that you don't love or use or need. And also like in the blog post, I'll, I'll link to it, but you can mm. also think about gifts you've received that you don't love, or maybe you did love it and now you don't. And just because it's a gift and somebody you love gave it to you, it's not you don't need to hold on to it. Yeah. You know, stuff like that where there's an extra little reason, like, oh, I shouldn't get rid of this. But really, it does. Because to me, I so deeply value that feeling. Because I know it, even if something's in the closet, I know it's there on some level. So I just mm. need to have that feeling of like, oh, there's so much simplicity in here. And that is just it that freedom, that energy, that clarity, the creativity it brings. I just value it so much more. Then, oh, yeah, I remember this little trinket I got when I was on vacation and like 10 years ago, I just like, I just don't care enough about that, you know? Mm. So yeah. thinking of those things, kind of thinking about the energetic price tag for holding on to stuff that you just only kind of like or don't really need anymore in your space, if it's connected to a memory, see if you can honor that memory without having the thing. Mm-hmm. And and I wrote that blog post, and then I saw today, I didn't realize consciously if I knew yeah. ever that. Yeah. Well, I must have because I wrote this planner, but that Samhain <laughs> is um, on the, the moon's in Virgo on Samhain. Oh, so it's a time that fun. is, and, and the moon is waning also. So uh, it's yeah. a time of letting go, creating, uh, creating order, creating harmony. Um, yeah, organizing. Yeah.
1: And you have time, maybe, if you don't work on that day.
0: Yeah. And then also, one thing I didn't mention, too, is that um, this has actually been a traditional time of clearing and organizing for pagans oh. and witches. And the reason given is because um, you're making space for your ancestors to come visit. You're clearing oh, house for them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. So that was Practical Magic.
1: Great. Great. Alrighty, so now we'll pick our cards for the week, but first we'll do a little housekeeping. So you can find me at highestlighthealing.com where you can sign up for class or, um, you know, schedule a session with me. And you can find me on Instagram at highestlighthealing and also Facebook. Um, And you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com on uh, Facebook at Magic Monday Pod. We have a listeners group magic monday podcast listeners is that what it is magic monday that's what it is right yeah yeah um and instagram and facebook magic monday podcast and And you can find
0: me at testwhitehurst.com that's where you can find my blog with spells and rituals and guided meditations And you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. Oh, and one more thing I want to mention. My planner twenty twenty two your most magical year yet planner very soon will come out next week or two. That's fun. So what are you drawing from this week?
1: Yeah, I'm drawing from the Muse Tarot. The Muse. Okay. And I Ann. am
0: drawing from the Magic of Flowers Oracle,
1: which I wrote. All right. So I picked the Eight of Inspiration. I'll Ooh. show you. Well, if you listen to our – I mean, if you subscribe to our newsletter, you'll see a picture of it. I love this deck. It is so It's like Art cool. Deco. Yeah. Um. So when I just look at the card, there's like a powerful woman – like strutting into the future with the big beautiful like um, orange sun above her and it's like she's going like really focused so that's it's interesting it feels kind of like that energy of after you clear clutter after you clear your energy like just clear and ready to go yeah and that's really what it feels like so Yeah, it says here the keywords are breaking free of stuck patterns. Ooh, exactly. Yeah, running with an idea when inspiration hits, movement, free-flowing energy movement is what it said. So there you go. Great.
0: And I drew neroli, which Mm. is partnership. Oh, okay. And there is a similarity in that there's a picture of two doves. So there's the air element, and they're in an orange tree with orange blossoms and actual oranges. So I was just tuning into, like, visually, there's mm-hmm. um, the colors and the um, movement. Yeah. Um, of the airy sort of movement. Mm-hmm. But the message I'm tuning into for Neroli for this week is to be in your body to breathe in like i'm i'm looking at the picture and i'm smelling that amazing scent of of neroli blossoms of mm-hmm. citrus blossoms to to be like attuned to the sensuality of your body and the moment which is a receptive energy so that receptive open-heartedness so that you can connect possibly with a romantic partner or with uh in other relationships in your life it's a sort of a um opening heart opening sensitizing but also the lightness like the heart
1: chakra the air mm. element of the heart chakra I that's like what that. I'm getting that sounds nice it's a nice combo clear out yeah. your energy and then connect with your body and with somebody else right yeah I like it all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you in Blessed or Beltane.
0: It's so deep. There's no bottom.